Curated by the people, for the people. CIUT 89.5 FM is the sound of your city. Nice yıllar geçti de geç yıllar Nice yıllar geçti de geç yıllar Nice yıllar geçti de geçmedi Deli gönüller Emiliano, and you're listening to Tracks from Abroad. Hello and welcome to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Jesse McDougall. 
Today is episode number 77 of Tracks from Abroad, and we are going to a new country today. I hope you're excited, and if you're just joining us for the first time, let me give you a short give you a short rundown on what this show is all about. We speak to international students or students with ties abroad at the University of Toronto. We talk to them about the places where they grow up, and we indulge a little bit in the culture from those places, talking about the foods, the music, the politics uh, of wherever it may be. Today, everybody, we are learning about Slovenia, and we are doing that with Andre. Andre is an international student at the University of Toronto. He goes to a Central European University normally, but he was on exchange here in Toronto, and we were happy to have him. And I remember when I first met Andre, we were in a class at Robarts, and uh, we had a break during the, about the middle of the class. He turned around and started talking, and it was clear he had that European friendliness gene because we got along very well. I saw him uh, after that in every class that we had together. And Andre also joined me on Tracks from Abroad for this interview where we talked about folk music from Slovenia. We talked about celebrating one's ancestry, which he felt like he was able to do more so here in Canada. And he also tells us about where Slovenia fits into Europe as a country in the Balkans, despite having many different influences from the surrounding countries. On today's show, you're going to also hear lots of good Slovenian music, something you may not typically hear in Toronto on CIUT. And I want to remind everybody that we are now looking for volunteers for Tracks from Abroad. If you're interested in joining CIUT and volunteering, as I have done for the past few years, to make this show as best as possible, you can send me an email at tracksfromabroad at ciut.fm. Or, if you have any suggestions, feel free to email us or send us a message on Instagram at tfa.radio. Now, without further ado, let's get into my interview with Andre about Slovenia, right here on Tracks from Abroad. Today we're here in the studio with Andre. Andre from Slovenia, how are you? I'm doing good, thanks. How about you? Pretty well, pretty well. Nice to have you here. You and I met each other in class, in a course actually about Russian politics and society. Why did you take that course? Um, I think considering the circumstances, what's happening in the um, eastern part of Europe, uh, it's logical that uh, someone would be taking that class now. Uh, but I became interested in Russia even before, uh, did a trip there, work or university related. Um, so I'm like personally involved with Russia and wanted to learn more about it. Yeah. And what other courses are you taking? Because you're an exchange student. Correct. Um, so I had a lot of opportunities in terms of picking courses because I'm studying politics, philosophy and economics. The university, my home institution, basically gave me the liberty of picking the courses uh -huh. that fall within all those three categories. Yeah. Okay, very cool. Now, when I first met you, it was the first class that we had ever had of this uh, Russian politics course. So I walk in and we had a little break in the middle of the lecture. So I turned around and there was Andre and I don't know if you didn't have your luggage with you, but you were just fresh off the train from Montreal. Tell us about that traveling story. So yeah, I was all sweaty, but I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you haven't noticed that. Yeah. I was googling online where to leave my luggage because I still did still didn't have accommodation in Toronto, and I left it at like the Hilton in the center of Toronto and came by foot to uh, the campus. Basically, because I wanted to travel to Toronto the cheapest way possible, just to save some money, I bought a flight ticket from uh, Paris to Montreal because it was the cheap cheapest, you know, like. Quebec, France, connection, cheap flights, everything yeah, yeah. like that. 
Um, but yeah, actually, at the end, it was not as cheap as I thought, and it was also not, not convenient, not at all. Um, so yeah, I had like uh, I flew into Montreal at around six, then had to walk around the city a bit, and at midnight I had my bus to Toronto in oh, okay. the morning I arrived left the luggage and went straight to first class I think you had told me you were awake for like 28 hours or some crazy amount yeah I'm not I'm not a good sleeper when it comes to sleeping on planes buses and so on so I've been awake yeah and caffeinated yeah under caffeine sort of thing all right. Well, here today on Tracks from Abroad, as you can hear, we have a very seasoned traveler, someone who has been all over the world and is not afraid to take uh, a red-eye flight at some crazy hours. Andre, we're going to get back to Slovenia here. Um, first of all, is there a song, a Slovenian song, that we can start off a first music set with? Yeah, certainly. Um, I would like to suggest a song that comes from um, the region of Slovenia where my mother comes from. It's mm -hmm. called Prekmurje. It's a folk song, and this interpretation is done by my mother's colleague. Uh, mm. It's called Zrelo je žito. Um, so that means the wheat is ripe. Um, it has several meanings, but I suggest I, we speak about it after you listen to it. Yeah, sounds good. All right, we're going to play that song and a couple others. We're going to be back right here on Tracks from Abroad. Today we're speaking with Andre about Slovenia. Yeah. 
Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. I'm your host, Jesse McDougall. Today we are focusing on the country of Slovenia with an international student right here in front of us. This is Andre. 
Andre, we just heard an interesting song that uh, has a connection to your family. Tell us again about this track. So it's a folk song from the region of Slovenia where my parents are from, or at least my mother. Um, yeah, as all folk songs, nobody knows who wrote it. And also the the meaning or the circumstances surrounding it are a bit unknown. But as far as I know, it's it, it involves a woman that's sad and, because... Her husband, whomever left, and that could have been because of either war, you know, like soldier being away for uh, and, and leaving the woman uh, at home. Or it could be also uh, because uh, the, the partner went to, to a big city to work. That happened in the, this region of Slovenia, like ever since the Middle Ages. And in this region where your mom grew up, have you visited? What is it like and what, might, what do people do out there? <laughs> what does it look like out there? It's all flat, which is different than other parts of Slovenia. But mm-hmm. in general, it's considered a generally impoverished, impoverished region of Slovenia. But I would contest that. I don't think that's the case. The language or the dialect, better to say, in that part is so much different from other parts of Slovenia that mm. sometimes uh, uh, Slovenians from other areas are unable to understand people speaking this dialect okay, here. Okay, gotcha. And it seems like you're interested in languages. You've started to learn Russian, but also Chinese. What are the languages that you've practiced? Um, so, yeah, I speak Slovenian, my native language, then English, obviously. Um, I also speak German pretty well. Serbo-Croatian, because a lot of Slovenians speak Serbo-Croatian because it's similar. Um, and then I did also Russian uh just before the invasion uh because it's very similar to slovenian so it's really easy to catch up before that i also did japanese for three years and chinese my gosh i didn't figure on japanese was that an elective at school or how did that even happen it was an extracurricular activity in high school i started in the beginning and yeah it was easier than Chinese. Yeah, I can I can say that much, but I I don't think it is as useful in today's world as Chinese. So I then transitioned to Chinese, but that 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 is just unbearable. You need to devote your entire life to studying it. Now, when I first met you in class at UFT, you were interested in potentially studying abroad in China. You've already studied in Shanghai for about two weeks. You you went and visited. Um, but what are what are your aspirations afterward after UFT? Um, that's correct. So first I was thinking of doing my master's degree connected with business in China. But considering the COVID lockdown, the Chinese zero COVID policy and everything that's happening there at the moment, the the future in China remains very unclear, especially for foreigners. So I am not sure if I'm going to pursue that. But generally, yeah, as someone who is interested in doing international business, mm-hmm. Obviously, you need to be exposed to the world. So I, w- I am looking into options all around the world. Yeah. And as well, you've gone to Austria to take up the Central European University. How long have you been there? How has that been? So I enrolled in Central European University in 2020, in September. The first year was, majority of it was um, online or it was always switching. We were switching between online, offline, hybrid and so on. Yeah. Um, but in general, I enjoyed my uh, move from Slovenia to Austria because I did not see myself prospering in Slovenia just because of the size of the country and limited international opportunities. I think that was the biggest reason why I decided to move. 
What do your parents do for work there? They're both pharmacists. So my mother is a pharmaceutical inspector working for a government agency. My father is a lecturer um, of pharmacology or related subjects at the Faculty of Pharmacy at the University of Ljubljana. Well, where do you see yourself going? I mean, there's a million places you could go given all the language that you that you speak, but uh, where would you hope to end up and to do business? I'm open to all options. Uh, I would prefer to stick with the German region of Europe because I'm most comfortable in that kind of culture, like speaking German and everything, but I wouldn't mind having frequent trips to Asia because I think Asia is... Um, not just in terms of China, but I think Asia in all regards is like, I, f- I see it as the future of not just business, but um, also in terms of cult- cultural acceptance and everything. All right. Well, we're going to come back to some music of Slovenia. We've got another track on the uh, on the list here. Andre, what are we what are we in for? Okay, so this is another song from my part of, um, of Slovenia or my parents' part. Uh, sung by Vlado Krislin um, and it's called Tista Černa Kitara so that black guitar and uh, yeah we can discuss more about it once you play it sounds good alright this is Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM my name is Jesse McDougal and we're going to be back with you soon today we're talking about Slovenia Brkati cigane ohišo i grad Oče je strupil u sobom u tisto črno kitaro Kijo je kupil za prvo plaćo Še dolgo poti, zmiraj kupoti, so prositi drobiš. Zmiraj, ko igrali, so vaški gostili in hodili. V pauzah do šanka, pa njihove žene, ko prišle so na vrata, Stare oblike so rade uprašale.
pridam domo sedim pod kosani in pijem pijem s prijatelj i tam še živijo takrat skoraj vedno premizi za nas igrajo in vprašajo Troški obraze skripavim glasom. Gospod, ti so gitaro še imate. Gospod, ti so črno gitaro še imate. I'm Abril from Argentina, and you are listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM.
Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. My name is Jesse McDougall. Today on the show, we're speaking to Andre. He's a student uh, on exchange from Austria, but originally from Slovenia. We're talking about Slovenia today, playing some Slovenian music. And Andre, you grew up in Slovenia, but you've said that you've become a little disconnected, obviously, given that you've moved to Austria to go to school and now you're in Canada. Um, what does that feel for you? Are you still connected in any way culturally to Slovenia? Um, I started to feel more connected to Slovenia ever since I came to Canada because here people emphasize their roots, whereas countries in like in con in conservative countries like Austria, I feel like people um, hide their roots to to be more assimilated, to get to be treated better. Mm. But I feel like here in North America, people are very proud of their roots and um, yeah, running into a few professors, telling them when I'm where I'm from, they all reminded me that I should be prouder of my heritage as I actually am. We and also, yeah, other countries cannot decide where we belong to. Some say we culturally belong to the Balkans. Some others say we don't. And on some maps, you're going to find it as part of the Balkans. And others, you're going to find it as Central Europe, with which I think it's the official um, designation. Um, so the fact that we've been a country to which many different cultures transitioned through have made Slovenians very open to venturing into the world. Maybe that's also one of the reasons why you're going to find so many Slovenians abroad. And do you, do you ever envision yourself moving back to Slovenia to live there? At this point in time, I don't think so. Um, I'm always welcome to go back and I also frequently visit um, both my mother's uh, hometown as well as where I've grown up in the capital. But I don't see myself living there for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Now, given that Slovenia borders Hungary, um, I saw that the school that you go to, CEU, also has a school in Hungary. Now that Orban is tightening up some progressive speech in that country, do you know anybody at that other campus who has been affected by that? Basically, the entire campus was affected by passing the CEU Lex law. Um, they basically prevented the university from operating. So as far as I know, there is only administrative stuff happening there as well as people finishing their degree. There are no new students really? enrolling there as far as I know. Yeah. So basically, university got established in Vienna because they got kicked out of Hungary. So uh, yeah, it, it was basically always my intention to go to Vienna because I've been following the... It was in the process of getting banned in Hungary that... And that's why it was all over the news. And mm. that's when I saw, okay, that's an institution that apparently is a thorn in the in the uh, in the foot of the um, Hungarian government. Mm. So I saw that it's a potential place where I could contribute a lot. What do Slovenians think, given that Hungary is just right nearby, about the developments in that country? The previous government that Slovenians elected was very lean towards or towards Orban. Um, I've written a piece criticizing basically the the previous Slovenian government. The opinions of Slovenians are mixed, but as long as the daily lives of Slovenians are not endangered, they're not gonna speak up. I think that's the case everywhere. But uh, when the uh, the previous government was imposing these COVID restrictions, I think that's also what contributed to people's dissatisfaction, protests, and then the election of this new government right now. All right. Well, Andre, it's interesting to hear about the relations in that part of the world, uh, in particular with Hungary. Is there another song now as we go to a music set that we could play from Slovenia? 
This is a new one by uh, also relatively new band. It's called All In. Um, the band is called Luma. I think it's um, made up by basically um, university students in Slovenia. So really, yeah, they they were in a competition to go to Eurovision. Uh, they didn't win, but they they captured me with the performance and the song. Oh, that's exciting! All right, well, listen right here to some university students in Slovenia today on Tracks from Abroad. We're focusing on that country. We're here with Andre. Thanks for coming on Tracks from Abroad. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name's Jesse McDougall, and I want to thank Andre, our student this week who came on for the interview. Thank you, Andre, for telling us all about Slovenia. And we do this every single week on Tracks from Abroad for different countries all around the world. Some recent shows that you can find online as a podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Google, etc. include uh, Japan, Nigeria, Trinidad, France and Italy, as well as Indonesia, 
here's it here's two more just for fun we got the netherlands and columbia those were some really great shows that you can listen to right now by going to ciut's website ciut.fm or going to any of those podcasting platforms so now on the show we're going to play a little bit of canadian music and um Frankly, Slovenia is really known for polka, which involves the accordion, and it, it just doesn't do well on radio. Not one of my favorite genres, to say the very least. And so, I was able to come to a bit of a compromise, and I'm going to play some music from 1995. This comes off the album Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette. And you may not recognize that name immediately, but I'm pretty sure you'll recognize these songs. Again, from 1995, this lady is of Hungarian descent, and she was very popular way back in the 90s. So here's a little throwback on Tracks from Abroad today. This is CIUT 89.5 FM.
proudly student and listener-supported community radio. CIUT 89.5 FM, celebrating 35 years as the sound of your city. I had no choice but to hear you. You stated your case time and again. I thought about it. You treat me like I'm a princess. I'm not used to lying there. You ask how my day was. You've already I love you. 
This is Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM, and this is Jesse here to wrap up the show today. You heard some music from Slovenia. You also heard some throwback 1995 music from Atlantis Morissette. And uh, I want to thank our interviewee on the top of the show. That was Andre from Slovenia. He came to Canada back in 2022, and uh, I was very happy to get that interview with him where we talked about Slovenia. And I hope you learned something new about that country. By the way, if there is any other country out there in the wide, wide world that you would like to hear a show about on Tracks from Abroad, I hope you would let me know and send me an email at tracksfromabroad at ciut.fm. There are so many thousands of international students at our school. And if, for example, you want to hear somebody from Korea, that is a show I actually am working hard to uh, to make happen here in the fall i would uh, love to hear your opinion and we can make that show come together so if you stick on ciut you're going to hear indigenous waves coming up at 7 p.m and if you are a night owl coming up at 10 p.m is six degrees ciut's trademark hip-hop show with dj slam and his co-host maloney That's it for me, Jesse McDougal, today on Tracks from Abroad. We will catch you next Monday at 6 p.m. on CIUT or anytime on the internet. That crazy thing that is currently pulling our world apart. But at least we got music. So I will see you all next week. Lightstone from the band Jaffa Road, and you're listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM.
KJUT 89.5 FM, the sound of your city. Stream us anytime at www.ciut.fm. Mi nombre es Patricio, del de grupo El Seibo, de música folclórica argentina, y están escuchando Tracks from Abroad en CIUT 89.5 FM. Grem z drugą mimo nie Im się prał i snem serce nie reagira Kier je dama Oh, 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 kier je dama Vsak jas poštuje, sa je dama Moja dama je to Če jo šalim, če sem bro Pokazala nebo 
Jak po stůl je sa je dáma, moja dáma je 